The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I was talking to this person named Asker Vassing. Asker Vassing was a Betach Tikva. He was a Talmud of Rabbi Yitzchak Shino when he became the Rosh Hashiva in Montreux in Switzerland. What happened was his Shver, Rabbi Ber Sonalor, he wasn't well and he went to Switzerland to, to recuperate. And then the end, they sent message to the family of Shalayim that, that he needs to have his children with him, to take care of him. So Rabbi Yitzchak Shiner came with his wife and children, and they lived in Macho for four years. And there he became the Rosh Yeshiva of this Yeshiva in Switzerland. Now one of the Talmidim, Askevasing, told me the story. He said that he was a, a, he was a Holocaust survivor. And in the Yeshiva, they, the, they didn't have Benaz Manim, like per se, it was more that in the summer, in the morning, Rabbi Yitzchak Shai would come in and say, today you have half a day off, you have a whole day off. And uh, one day he comes, the Roshiva comes in and says, today boys, you have a, a day off. So ask her, what do most boys do? They go swimming in the lakes, the beautiful lakes in Switzerland, really in the Flores of Boire. Everyone knows what the Switzerland. But ask is not so much into the swimming, ask likes mountain climbing. So I said to him, what, you have like, like you're a professional, you're amateur, or what he, he says, professional enough, I had the equipment, I have the shoes, I have the pick, I have the, I, I, I'm good at it. So he's about to leave the yeshiva to go mountain climbing. And a bacher comes over to a friend and says, can I go with you? That happens to be, if going mountain climbing is a very dangerous sport, but if you don't know how to go mountain climbing, it's suicidal. And for whatever reason, Askevasi made a mistake and he said to this kid, you can come with me. And they leave the yeshiva, no one knows where they went. And they start doing this climb. And it went very slow, especially this boy did not know how to climb. Asked God to help him, and they slipped, and they fell. And eventually, it's already late, it's already dark, and they reach a place where they can't continue the climb. They're stuck. The mountain face, they can't go further. He said, if it was just me, maybe somehow I would have managed to jump five feet, climb up, but this kid couldn't do it. So we had to retrace our steps. It's already 10.30 at night, dark. We have to go down the mountain all the way to the bottom, slipping and sliding. The, 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 the branches are cutting our faces. We're like a huge mess. And by the time we get down to the bottom, it's 12 o'clock at night. And then it takes another half an hour to get back into the village. And we get to the village, exhausted, destroyed. And the lights are on. And the army's there. The police, they're all looking for these boys. And they realize they're looking for them. They said, you're looking for us? This is who you look, it's us, we're back. They can shut the lights. And the army leaves, and a boy says to Oscar, he says, Oscar, I'm very, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not Makana you. I'm not Makana you. The Rosh Hashim wants to see you. And Oscar told me, by that time of night, he was so, so tired. He, he didn't even talk to him at all. The fact that Rosh wanted to see him didn't mean anything. He was so exhausted. But the other boy said, I don't want to come. I'm scared. You go by yourself. And Asuka says, all right, I'm going in. He gets to the yeshiva. He gets to the yeshiva. He sees the Yitzhak Shiner standing there. Now, most people, if you see the Rosh Yeshiva, after you put him through what he went through that day, thinking the boys fell down the mountain, you could see that he, he went through Mamash Gehenim. His face was white. You know, most of us have been in camp. We've been in yeshiva. We've been in situations in school. The principal yells at us. The head castle yells at us. We know what to expect. They're going to send you home. They're going to threaten you. We know... We know how it goes. Asker is so exhausted he doesn't care. Rabbi Yitzhak he doesn't say a word to him. He takes him to the office. He takes out a first aid kit. He bandages his wounds. He cleans off the blood. He puts on the band-aid. 
And then he says to him, I'm taking you to my house. And then he gets into a taxi, he takes it to his house. On the table, there's a bowl of soup, hot. I don't know how he told the rabbit, the soup is waiting for me. But listen to this. And this is why I say this is a story from 500 years ago. Because Rabbi Yitzchak Shiner knows that this kid is so exhausted, he can't even eat it himself. He feeds him the soup, spoonful after spoonful, until the bowl is empty. To me, this is, it's a mamish, a story from, I don't know where, five a thousand years ago. This is chinuch in its purest sense. When he finishes, he takes him back to yeshiva in a taxi. He brings him to his room, he helps him get into pajamas, he puts him into his bed, he covers him with a blanket, and he says to him, Ich beitir, I beg of you, please don't do it again. Wow. Unbelievable. After that, Aska said, Aska yeah. said, that was it. If he would have yelled at me, I don't know what I would. If he would have said, can never do that, I don't know what I would have said. He didn't yell at me. He gave me soup. He fed me soup. For the next 60 years, he was my Rebbe. Every time I came to Yushalayim, I put on a hat and jacket to go visit him. That was it. He was kind to me forever. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.